Welcome to the Eastwood Experience with Clement Eastwood. This is the show where he shares his truth and sits down with top creators to bring value and actionable insights to creatives that aim to help artists live their dreams and passions. Now, here's your host, Clement Eastwood. So, Elroy, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. All right, so um, I've been I've been wanting to um, get people on this podcast for some time now, and then um, this you are the second um, artist I'm having on here. First was Ghana Must Go. We had a fruitful conversation, and I believe you're going to have that also here. So um, I'm glad to have you here, you know, because you have amazing stuff. You have amazing work, and <laughs> actually they are they are really serious. So I want us to start from um. You sharing with, with us, okay, your story, your story, where where you started, um, where you are from, and how you got here. Okay. Yeah, so let's start from there. Okay, I actually started photography mm-hmm. five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. okay. And growing up, like, I've always been an introvert. Okay. okay. Like, I'm, I'm very antisocial. Yeah. And got to a point, I realized... I need to go out more, like I need to see people, mm-hmm. I need to interact with people. Yeah. And I had friends who were into photography. And I, I liked drawing and art okay. growing up. Uh-huh. And at that point I wasn't shooting. But then the idea of people shooting and capturing moments fascinated me. So like when my friends are going out, I follow them and maybe I see this angle, I try to yeah. direct them. Or maybe you can take it this way and all that. Okay. So that was how I got introduced to photography. Like okay. seeing friends and yeah liking what they do and then a friend suggested why don't you start like on our own let's let's start shooting sure so i'd find ways of getting a camera mm-hmm. and i i actually got my ca- camera based on a lie that okay. told my parents <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that i needed a camera for a school project and okay. like within some few weeks they got it they got this camera nikon 3100 3100 yeah yeah the very blue yeah yeah, yeah it's like an entry-level camera yeah yeah so I started with that. Yeah. Uh, for the first year, mm-hmm. I was just shooting without knowing like settings or anything. Yeah. Like I just feel like I should just shoot. I'll call people, let's go and shoot. So yeah. whether it turned out good or bad, but, I'm shooting. Yeah, yeah. So the second year, that's when I, I realized oh there's more to this. Mm-hmm. Like how to I always thought I knew for the was about lighting. Yeah. Getting your lights right. Mm-hmm. And how you might manipulate your lights. But I thought maybe when you get like strobe light or speed light, that's what makes the pictures nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you can actually manipulate your light in the camera. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I spoke to a friend like, yeah. I, like you forget, I forget some lights. Yeah, you, you know, when you start, you are so ambitious and yeah, you want you to get ambitious everything. To get, yeah. And everything seems like it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he just said, I should learn the settings. His name mm-hmm. is Myron. Yeah. I should learn the settings and stuff. So okay. I started learning. And interestingly, I think that's the triangle exposure. Or what is that not it? My ISO shutter speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triangle exposure, yeah. Once I got to understand those things, I wasn't interested in the lighting equipment anymore. Interesting. So I started shooting more of natural light, daylight stuff done. I actually started shooting with strobe lights just like last two years or last year or so. Okay. I was always shooting natural light, natural light. Even if it's indoor, I'll try to tweak the ISO and stuff to get 
sometimes the light, the light takes out the beauty of the place. Yeah, so I got used to shooting in natural light. Uh-huh. And that's how I started. And I don't really have like a niche in photography. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have to explore to find myself in it. Because yeah. I don't know, I don't, I don't consider myself even like a photographer. That's why in my bio I have some guy with a camera. Yeah, I, some guy with a camera. I, I just have a camera yeah. and I'm trying to create, I'm, I'm trying to bring my, 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 my yeah, imagination yeah, to yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Uh, you do qualify for a photographer, you know. It's like yeah. almost everyone calls themselves photographers now. I mean, yeah, that's like true. when you take a picture, you photograph. Take a picture, you photograph. Right? I just um come to nullify the essence of photography. But then I think <laughs> you you have amazing work, and it's it's Thank quite you. shocking that you are saying you don't call yourself. I don't know if you you are looking for a standard. Not really, mm-hmm. but maybe someone someone might ask me, am I? An artist or a photographer. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an answer for that. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just okay. I'm just trying to create something. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. like escape from reality and yeah. trying to convey some messages to people. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I think that's that's amazing. So what um introverts um you have to lie to get your first camera. <laughs> okay. You like to draw. Amazing. So um introverts drawing a liar, a liar somewhere. So, yeah. so um, when does this drawing, um, this drawing interest that? Actually, currently I don't draw anymore. You don't draw anymore. You know, with the older generation, mm-hmm. like things are changing now. But yeah. back then, if you show interest in, see, anything aside science and maths, yeah. like they don't consider it serious. Very true. So Very I true. felt like that dream was killed at a young yeah, age. Yeah, so. Yeah. The photography was a way of me bringing that passion back. Okay. That's okay. why I started, like, it was part of the reasons why I started photography. Okay. That drawing dream is gone. Okay. Very like, true. And even when I go to the university, I I entered the university with an engineering course. Mm-hmm. But after the first semester, I stopped attending lectures because I wanted to do something related to graphic design. Graphic design, yeah. So that means, like, the whole graphic creative art thing was, like, has always been there. Okay. So I had to stop going to class and reapply without okay. telling my parents that I've stopped. Wow. So it was a risk I took and actually got the course I wanted. Amazing. So I feel like that's always been there, yeah. but I just need that friend to push me that we should do it yeah. for me to yeah. actually start it. Yeah. His name is Myron. The one who asked me to, who asked yeah. us to start photography yeah. is yeah. called Seto. Seto. Currently, I stopped shooting. Yeah, I stopped shooting. Yeah, I think but. it's it's quite amazing because when I started photography, I, I had I had this friend. I mean, he's still my friend, Frankie. Frankie, um, we met in the church, and then um, he was the main photographer. I told him I wanted to shoot, and then he taught me yeah. some few basics. And then, funny enough, he wasn't really interested in photography at the time, so he taught me, and I was really interested. I wanted to do that thing, and I took a serious. And um, I think I'm, I'm quite good. And then I think uh, last year or last two years, he, he wanted to enter the game like seriously. Yeah. yeah so that was where he too kind of was starting out, even though he, he has been a photographer f- for a long time, you know. So I think it takes time for um, people to uh, maybe Seto might not shoot anymore. Maybe yeah. he might shoot in the future. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, so um, it just takes time. And then um, that is that. So you are the guy with the camera. So, <laughs> so you studied graphic design in school? 
I studied IT. IT, yeah, just to find a way to dive into graphic design. Graphic design, okay. So were you able to offer that, the IT? Yeah, I studied IT. Okay, okay. Um, I meant, um, were you able to offer graphic design based on IT yeah. stuff? I, I did that self-taught. Okay. But I needed a channel to get into that. Okay, and okay. The I went to Legon and they don't really offer graphic design. So. Yeah. Okay, so you went to Lego. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's very like nice. class. Okay, 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 okay. So how did um you being an introvert influence your art? Because I, I, I do feel like there's this sense of quietness yeah. in your art. I mean, I, I, I saw one picture of you said you took it of your nephew, he was wearing this nose thing. Yeah, the mask. Yeah. yeah, and he was lying on the ground. I really went to your page. So um there's a sense of quietness. Would you say your um you being an introvert influenced your art? Yeah, I could say that because most of when you are when you are alone, mm-hmm. that's when you actually have thoughts on your mind. Very true. So it's, it, it, it it could actually be positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it affects your mental health and mm-hmm. sometimes you are you're able to reflect and meditate on stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that image in particular, like I was actually going through some personal stuff, and there are a lot of images on my page that related to mental health okay. or loneliness or that quietness, and those images I actually started shooting them self portraits. Yeah, and then later on, I like I get people to shoot. The reason I I didn't post or release those self portraits was because I felt like. I was really, really, I was reliving those those moments, exp- moments again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. me using people, I'm able to control and manipulate that situation. Yeah. So that means like I have my own narrative narrative in my hand and I'm controlling yeah. the situation. So yeah. I, I try to make the best out of that worst moment. Yeah. So that's how it, it merges. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, there's this thing I discussed with Ghana Must Go last time. Um, I, I'm not sure it was on the podcast, but then we're talking about this mental health thing, how, how it's not being talked about enough, yeah. especially with men, because society makes it look like men are commandos. Yeah, you're supposed it's to like, be strong. You're supposed to be strong. You're not supposed to cry. Yeah. So I think it's it's a very good thing that um, artists of today are putting that in their work. Yeah. All right, it's very good. It's it's an amazing thing. And then um, you said you said one thing that um, got my attention that you thought when when you started out you were anxious you wanted everything you wanted yeah. the gear you wanted the latest camera the latest lighting setup um, what will you say to them to these artists starting um, starting out now that is it about the gear or it's about them it's about you like you the photographer yeah if to get a good image it depends on who is handling the camera, not yeah. the camera. Mm-hmm. You could have a very expensive, high quality camera yeah. and still the work will not really be good. It depends on you and the creativity you put behind what you are shooting. Very true. When I started using that 3100, yeah. I used it for like two years. Wow. And I used that same camera for a major job for Akosanfari, like a commercial job. Amazing. And it turned out great. It's, I have some of the images on my page. So okay. I, I feel like when they actually called me, I felt like I'm not ready because this is more camera and stuff. But I just did what I could do, like I could do any other day. Yeah. And it came out great and the person loved it. Oh. So I feel like 
it's not really about the camera. Yeah. The camera counts. Yeah. Yeah. But then true. it depends on you, the individual, individual to like control that settings yeah. and maybe manipulate <clears throat> the light yeah. and all that to yeah. get the best image. Yeah. So um about the image you were talking about, um, your nephew in the nose mask, yeah. um, him lying on the ground. I, I read the caption, okay. I don't remember what what was going on there, but like, you made this photo and the, uh, your caption was like, your creative mind was kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah, would you like to talk about that? A creative mind, like what did you mean? A dead okay. creative mind. It's... Okay, I was actually referring to creative block. Okay, okay. At that moment, like, nothing was coming. I, <laughs> I shot that image like 2017 wow and i kept editing and editing and editing okay. like still not getting what i wanted okay. like the feel behind that image was not what I, like i wasn't getting, getting what yeah. i wanted like yeah. so i kept editing i'll delete it edit delete like so it took several times yeah. to even even the one i posted i don't feel like okay i feel like enough. when you create you don't really feel satisfied satisfied to Maybe someone tells you they enjoy it. Yeah. I and maybe so. they understood what you meant in that image. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way like you feel satisfied by the image you create. Yeah. So creative block. <laughs> it's 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 a serious thing that um people do not uh give it much attention until it grabs hold of you. You know, I I went through this phase um for almost seven months. Okay, I couldn't create. I couldn't. I didn't get any idea. Like no idea was coming to to mind. Yeah. Nothing seemed to be working. Charlie, like <laughs> I wanted to cry. Like yeah. it was it was that bad because I wanted to make photos, and like I had the camera was around. I just couldn't make any image. I get like I just couldn't make any image at all. I was just there. I'll be looking at the camera like yeah. that. It's very bad until someone experiences it, and then um, I think when you're explaining it, that person will be able to see it on the same level. Yeah. So um, about creative block, how did you get out of it? How did you come out? What I learned was, the more you try to get it, the more you don't get it. Uh-huh. Sometimes you are, you are just have you just have to let go, like free your mind, yeah. do something else other than creating. Okay. Maybe go out, see friends, talk to them. Um, yeah. Like once your mind is free. Out of the you realize that something will hit you like I'm, I'm supposed to do this sure so I f- the more you strain your mind the more like it, it tries to resist because okay. maybe maybe your mind is tired yeah and you are still forcing it yeah. and it, it's sending you a message that now nah, you have to rest you have to do something else like let me be free let me like go and explore sure just free your mind and another way to also like release that creative block stress okay. and all that is try to be in sync with nature all right. Like, you can go to the beach, just relax, listen to the waves. Yeah. It's it's like in a meditative state. Sure. So, your mind just lost, gets gets lost and all that. And I don't know. It, it's like magic. Like that's what that's what make photography and art interesting. Okay. Like, you feel like someone is talking to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they say we are. Like in the same image as God, yeah, and God is a master artist. Yeah, so really I feel cool. like in that moment you spoken to God, and like sure. He has shown you the way to create something. Mm-hmm. It could be anything you believe in. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. I've never thought about it this way. I think um I was talking to Fraser Jimano. Yeah. I don't know if you know yeah, him. I know him. Yeah, I was talking to Jimano one time, and then um 
he did not we weren't talking about creative block per se but then he said something that sometimes we get filled up and then we just need to um, empty ourselves so, yeah. to receive the new inspiration yeah. and i think creatives need to do that they need yeah, to exactly. empty themselves and then get in to um, get new stuff and feed themselves with new stuff it, it took me some time to come out of this creative block state it was it was hard yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I was listening to Chase Jarvis one time, uh, and he said, "You should be playful. You should go out to play. You know, it's not every time that um, it's not it's not going to be work, 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 work every time. Exactly. You need to go out to play. You need to release stress. stress you yeah. know, it's it's hard work. Photography is hard work. I don't yeah. know why people make it look like any age may be. It's really yeah, hard yeah. work. You know, so um, it took me, you know, like seven almost seven months where I couldn't create my ideas weren't." coming to fruition so it was like it's it's not working at all so it took me some time and then um that's what most artists do you know i, I would like you to say something to them uh, instead of taking a break all right yeah. taking a break from the art they quit entirely what do you have to say to them uh, i feel like instead of taking a break mm-hmm. you you could actually do something in relation, in relation to creative art but it doesn't have to be exactly what you are doing. Okay. If you are a photographer, yeah, yeah. you could try carving, you could try poetry sure. or sure. something. Sure. Like sometimes, let's say if I'm listening to a song, I, I like music actually. Mm-hmm. When I'm listening to a song, I get, I get inspired by certain words in the song. True. And I'm not, I'm not shooting, but then I'm getting, or I'm not looking at anything related to photography yeah. or maybe documentaries or anything. But then but you have an ideas From the song. Okay. So it's the same way. Maybe yeah. I'm not, the whole week let's see i'm not going to create i'm just listening to music all day yeah it's not my work it's, yeah. it's a form of taking a break from your work but you're not really breaking you're actually still doing something related in relation to to, yeah, yeah yeah i think that that's very true and people should take that part yeah. I, I i took a break from photography like this i did not like stop creating when people actually thought i i had stopped creating yeah. you know so i took a break from social media from everything then I talked to some artists. I talked to Aboya. I talked to um, what was the name of this guy? He, he's in Zanzibar now. I don't remember his name. Um, Darren. Darren. Yeah, I talked to Darren. I talked to like like that. I mean, these guys all gave me ideas, but I think Aboya's idea was what I moved with. I mean, they all helped. Yeah. All of the ideas helped, and Aboya was like, I should sometimes just change my environment. Yeah. Okay, about ninety percent of my photos were created in this neighborhood. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So when when he said that, I was like, okay, let me give it a try. All right. So I went out of this zone. Yeah. I went to the beach to create an image, which I titled "Echoes of the Unknown," yeah. because at that time I felt lost because I couldn't create enough. Yeah. So I I made this photograph to um, kind of give me this breakthrough to go into the new whatever yeah. the new um should i say should i call it journey where i could have more ideas yes, to create yeah. yeah so that was how it worked for me and i think um i also read i was reading reading the biography of van gogh he's yeah. an artist painter yeah. so i read um historian it really resonated with me the guy is really good i mean the stories of artists are quite interesting, interesting yeah yeah so um back to um back to um this creating stuff 
creating with I'm not like um, having the latest gear or the most expensive lighting equipment but then um, looking through your photos okay I noticed you were using props yeah you're using um, you were using almost things around you I saw a tripod I don't know if it was a phone tripod yeah. I saw um, uh, what, what do you call a catalyst a mask you know yeah. so how do you get ideas from these things like how do you come up with even concepts to reach that stage yes yeah, so like i said most times it's either from things i see in a movie or songs or like i said sometimes just let your mind flow sure. and there are some instances maybe i can create and you ask me why did i create this or yeah. what's the concept behind this or what inspired this and i, I don't have an answer for you because i feel like it just happened in that moment. Let's, when I'm with my nephews, for instance, I could just, maybe I see something in my room and I'll be like, hey, hold this, let's try this. And like, it just flows. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just have to be in sync with nature. I actually yeah. like being around nature. And when you check some, most of my images, you find like greens in it. Yeah, you're in the woods and yeah. all. And, and most times, once I get to the place, like, I just get something to try with. Yeah. So I I can't really give you like this inspires this okay. or this is inspired that. Okay. But then I use my society like personal experiences, my society and whatever I see present. I feel like let's create with this and this flows. Okay. So um, what what is the message that you are trying to put out? To the world like what personal message i trying to share with the world with photography okay so when i started anytime i post images yeah. people be like <clears throat> nice image like, yeah. <laughs> like i don't like i don't feel anything after yeah. i create yeah and i, I feel like there's something missing mm -hmm. so i try to explore all the aspects of photography, photography trying to yeah. find where i fit in yeah and then i realized most of i was getting drawn to the concept pieces because it was something I could relate to and something sure. that is happening to me. Sure. And then I also realized that there are a lot of misinformation in the world. Okay. And I try to merge that, like what I create now, we're trying to inform people of what's actually happening. Okay. So, because I realized as black people and all that, mm -hmm. we are like history makers. We are, we are actually controlling our own narrative. We don't have to make people because people ask me, uh, like, excuse me to say, like silly stuff about Africa and stuff. Okay. So I don't know if you've noticed. Now I I try to dive into more of the African scene. Mm -hmm. Although I'm still doing. I've seen the, some photos. I'm doing the yeah. conceptual stuff. Yeah. I try to make sure, like. There's a little bit African in it. In it, yeah. All right. Exactly. All right. So that's the message you're trying to put out. Exactly. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. I think people should change their nar narrative of how they see Africans, you know. Yeah. And we, we are just, we are human beings. I, I don't like, um, I don't like it when we, we see um, black people fighting white people, white people fighting, fighting black yeah. people. I mean, I think um, the, the human world is maybe too wise that it differentiated itself with black and white, you know. In the art class, black and white are not even considered colors. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. When you use them in your art, you are not considered colors. But then we have considered them to be colors, and then we are being, we are separating them from, uh, we are sep- we are being divided by this notion. Yeah. Yeah. That these blacks are this, the yes, whites white are also yeah. this. Yeah. Which is really affecting it. And I mean, if you check my page, for instance, yeah. you realize that I shoot all kinds of people. Yeah. Like I mix it up. I can sure. even use a white person dressed in an. African, African stuff sure. and then shoot. Yeah. So there's I don't want to really go deep into that because it creates a lot of disputes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like we shouldn't see color like you said, white and black. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah, we there are no colors. Yeah, so. we shouldn't see color. I think I think um when you pursue that that uh that course, I think it will it will really help not just artists, but then people in general. General, yeah. Yeah, because people really need to know, especially people who are coming up today, right? People have pure hate for other people. Yeah. You know, there's there are people who, funny enough, there are people who are, should I say black Americans? They don't, they have never lived in Africa, all right? They've never, they don't know anything about Africa. They just watch a video yeah. of Africans, ancestors actually, who have been, killed brutally yeah. and i take it personally they hit the white, white man it, it's true. quite funny and it's i don't i don't really agree with it but you know people shouldn't be relying on that you know this is like many many years it's ago cool, yeah you know and even though it it hurt our people it hurt whatever people died people cried you know but then we are alive yeah, and we true. can make a difference out of that we can't have we don't have to you know, go through the same process, yes. fight that's and kill people. That's true. Yeah. We, we can't go through that anymore. And I think you pursuing that path is amazing. It's going to help. Yeah, that's one aspect. And then the about my personal stuff, like yeah. the quietness, the loneliness and all that. Sometimes it's okay to be alone. It's okay yeah. to be. I'm actually working on a project right now. Yeah. That I'm actually, I'm using popsicles. Okay. But the theme is about loneliness. Okay. Like, isolation and loneliness because when you when you express when you're trying to express loneliness we use cold we use frosty yeah and the popsicle is is cold and frosty yeah. but then kids see popsicles and are happy yeah so sometimes that contrast there's a contrast in that sure it's cold Very and frosty, frosty but then it brings you happiness happiness so sometimes it's okay to be alone like yeah you don't have to feel weird or different because yeah, I I'm, think, I'm an anti-sue and all that. Yeah, yeah, I think society has a problem with that. You know, I, I'm not saying we should um, deride people of human connection, but then people need human connection. connection Without yeah. it, they might go mad. That's when true. you lock a person in a room for one year, they'll go mad. Seriously. Yeah, that, that, that's true. But then, you don't, you don't have to always be with people. Yes, that's, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You don't always have to be with yeah, people. True. So, I think um, society should come to a point where we can really dif- define and differentiate Shit, yeah. loneliness, uh, you being lonely, lonely and you and being you wanting, wanting to be, to be alone. alone. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, society should find a way to differentiate these two. Because me wanting to be alone doesn't mean I'm lonely and yeah. I need um, human connection. That's, that's true. Yeah. So I think society needs to go there. Because you can actually be out there talking to people, but still you're alone. Still be lonely. Yeah. 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 You can have human connection and still feel lonely. lonely. Yeah. You know, there are people struggling, people um hurting deep down and they need they crave this human connection but then with social media and all people just have this shallow connection they know lots of people and know nobody at all all, 
Yeah, so it's like we have five thousand followers, but in real life, yeah, zero. you have no one. Yeah, you have no one to call. You have no one to, you know I mean, to talk to. People really do not talk in this age. Yeah, they don't talk. I realize these days we even use depression as like some kind of a joke. Someone will just get up and just say, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And they'll be laughing about it. Like, yeah. they feel like it's something exciting to feel. You know? And I think it's wrong. Like, it's very wrong. It's very wrong. People be like, I think I cry. Like, a little thing, like, I'm depressed. depressed. They don't know depression. <laughs> the way depression comes at you, it's going to hit you hard. And, and, it's going and to... even you, with that, you, you find that people are actually depressed. And because you always see people posting i'm depressed yeah. i'm depressed you don't you don't even pay attention to those who yes. actually need that attention yeah that's, that's very true one of the major problems you have to yeah. like we have to talk solve. about yeah. yeah people people who are really going through it cannot talk cannot speak which hurts like it hurts so much people really need to be talked to about this depression thing it's killing people exactly it's really killing people and artists should make art around it if you are listening you should try to make a concept around depression which is going to help people come out of it exactly. yeah i think people should um so uh i've been thinking what image you know as photographers we make images a lot yeah. is there any time any moment that you've come and you, you are like after clicking the image and like whoa this is my favorite image has it ever happened to you? Yeah, it actually happens. Okay. Like sometimes there are images that you don't expect to even get it. True. And like other times you be like you you go to the set that this is the image you want. Yeah. But then you get the you take a shutter and then like you click a shutter and then yeah. you get one image like now nah, I'm done. I'm like, done. <laughs> this is the image I want. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. It it's amazing. Um. So apart from you wanting to create, um. What's the name? You wanted to create a concept based on loneliness. Okay. With the popsicles. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to create that you've not shared publicly already? Um, Apart from the loneliness concept. It's actually the loneliness concept for now. Okay. That's the only thing. I have these images with the kids. The nep- my nephews. Yeah, nephews. With okay. their arms. Yeah, yeah. About I, unity and stuff. Yeah, I love, I love the I've image. actually not completed them. Okay, it's a was, series. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I was actually supposed to have an exhibition last month before the, the corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was going to be like my first exhibition. Yeah. And when I presented the images I wanted to use, like I had a little bit of education on what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Because the images I presented, I could get like, let's say three or four different exhibitions, like theme from them. Okay. So she helped me to do, develop that particular mm. images okay actually have them but then i didn't really think deep into them because okay. what the concept i had for the exhibition was different okay. it was actually based on my journey through like trying to test the waters to see where i fit in okay okay but then i, would have I need to listen to an expert too so. sure sure so um again I, I i do forget this a lot how corona virus has affected people mm-hmm. and artists and how people are not wanting to meet even today you know yeah i don't know if it's because of the virus but then i try talking to some other artists to come on the show so i can have them and then let them share their valuable insights with the world you know and they were like we should have it remotely and i i want i want to have this human connection meet the people talk to them so i have just 
placed it on hold and still waiting for the right time. Thank you. So how has the coronavirus affected you? Not you alone, but your family and the art aspect as well. Okay. The negative negative aspect. Um, mm-hmm. it's just work. Because okay. I was I was working with people who make food and stuff, and okay. they had to close down. I'm hungry <laughs> now. <laughs> that means I'm losing that job. Yeah. So that's the only negative aspect. Okay. But it actually gave me time to also reflect on myself and that's true. like think things through and try like dive into other avenues yeah. of. So making. you are not you are not in a hurry to. You're not in a hurry for the virus to pass by? No, really. I feel like... I actually don't think it will pass by. Okay. So that means you have to like find a way adapt. to coexist yeah. and adapt to the virus. Yeah. So, so I think... Uh, okay. Okay, you being an introvert might have helped. Yeah, that's true. extroverted people would like to like go out, have human connection. They want to talk to people. Actually, yeah. when I started photography, yeah. that thing has stopped. Like, yeah. I used to be very, very nervous. I'm still like a nervous person. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's... That's reduced like drastically. Yeah. And now when I go out, I talk to people and stuff. I think it's a good, it's a good thing. During that, it actually helped me because before the lockdown, I was moving about a lot. So yeah. I feel like you needed a break. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I don't really have like much. The only negative thing is that, like, I lost the, like my jobs and stuff. But yeah. then now I've started. I've seen other avenues to get that. And it's a that's plus because right. now I can actually focus on the creative side of the photograph instead yeah. of the commercial side. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's amazing, Charlie. It's really amazing. So um, I I like to have <clears throat> I like to ask this question before I end the episode with any artist. I mean, you are the second, so yeah. um, the third, the fourth, the hundred. I would like to ask this question: What impact would do you want to leave um, before you leave? That, that's that's what I want to say. What what impact do you want to leave before you leave the the world? Yeah, actually sometimes like i think about that like okay. 10 or 15 years from now mm-hmm. will i still be creating like disposable art or images or yeah. will i be creating con- like timeless concept pieces mm-hmm. and like i feel like i have to create something that's timeless that's not going to Damn. die or anything yeah. so even if i'm not there like i should be known for something sure. and the feeling i get even when i look at a viewfinder like like the world looks different in it Sometimes you see moments or events yeah. that once you blink your eye, you'll miss it. Sure. But then you have the power to capture that forever. Yeah. So I always try to, and I've set this standard that like I always try to make a, each day a challenge for me. Okay. I need to learn something. I need to do something. Okay. So like I'm on that path. I'm still learning. Okay. But then I'm trying to do something that okay. even when I'm not around, people will see this style or do see this image and be like yeah. this and a royce style of image sure, imagery sure. yeah yeah i think it's amazing it's amazing wanting to leave an impact create timeless pieces yeah. it, it's amazing I've, I've been thinking along those lines but actually creating timeless pieces take time, time. and yeah. actually you don't plan for it it just happens yeah so it's like i said just go with the flow sure sure i think people people should really think along those lines make yeah make timeless art pieces if they want to be remembered yeah, exactly. remember for all time like the way we have da vinci sanzio uh van gogh all of these guys they are amazing guys they are push they are very good yeah. you know they are very good so um i want to say a big thank you for coming to the show and uh Charlie, thanks for coming we will we will i would like i would like us to have 
this conversation at that time again. And um, Charlie, thanks for coming. Thanks You're for coming. welcome anytime. So that is that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so before you go, I want to say a big thank you to all the listeners who tune in daily to listen to this podcast. I feel honored to be in your ears. And before you go again, I would like you to subscribe to this podcast if you have not. And also follow me on Instagram at Clement Institute. And I respond to all my DMs, comments and anything so you can reach out to me. Have a blessed day.